Hello. It's me. As always. I've started to realize that these are... I've stated it before, but... These are kind of more of like Sky's therapy sessions. Rather than my podcast. To entertain people. Which is what podcasts are for. They're for you. But I'm starting to realize I think it's more for me. As I think I've said in every single podcast. Um, but yeah... So, I don't know, man. Felt like talking. Felt like I had a decent amount to talk about since the last time. And I'll just kind of start at start at where school's at. I don't remember the last what what the last thing was uh, that I talked about involving school, but I'm pretty sure I have not made one of these since I started cutting hair. And I definitely have some stories about that and maybe some things that I could share that if by chance at all uh, another barber happens to listen to this, you know, it might help him out a little bit. I doubt it, but so basically about a month ago-ish now, yeah. About a month ago was my first time ever cutting hair. Finally. You know, I for those of you that may be new by chance and those of you that aren't, you've heard this a million times by now, but uh, I am currently enrolled in a barber school. Obviously learning how to become a barber, learning how to cut hair, shave faces, basically anything with hair from the neck up, if you will. And... But the the way the program runs, sorry, I'm a little distracted. I'm watching something as I'm recording this. So it's probably going to be pretty sloppy, but it's kind of hard to record one of these whenever I'm literally just staring at my program, watching my audio levels go up and down for an hour and a half. So I got I had to pull something up next to me. Anyway, but yeah, I'm in a barber program. It's a nine-month program, cumulative 1,250 hours needed to graduate, which basically means that, like, if I miss, you know, any time, basically, um, it sets my graduation back further, and I'm not trying to do that, so I'm about, I started October 20th, 2020, and it's currently February 15th, 2021, and I have missed a cumulative total of two minutes And I blame that fully to me having to shit one morning. And I kind of misjudged my time. Woke up a little bit late. Wasn't planning on having to shit that day. It was actually my, I do believe, my very first day cutting hair, I'm pretty sure. Um, Something like that anyway. And I got up, got a shower. Really only allotted myself enough time to get the shower. And... I was about to head out the door and I'm only 15 minutes away from the school, but I'm telling you, man, and y'all have been there at least once in your life. You know, that type of shit that when it hits, you better be right out of bathroom or you're not making it. You know what I mean? You're soiling your britches. You're embarrassing yourself the whole nine yards. Luckily, knock on wood, it's been quite a while since I've done that. And I didn't intend on doing it the other day, so I was like, you know what? 
I risk it. I'm definitely shit my pants on the way to school. Really don't feel like doing that today. So I'm going to probably be a little late because I'm going to shit. So that's what I did. I ended up clocking in two minutes late. It's hilarious. Whenever I look at my what they call a SAP report uh, that you get every week, shows your current grade point average, your current attendance. My current attendance is 99.99%, all because I missed fucking two minutes. But anyway, um, but yeah, so I'll start with the cutting hair portion, okay? So up until about a month ago, I had been fully in theory work, you know, learning about the body, learning about the head, skull, or skeletal system, muscular system, all that type of shit. Um, learning about hair, obviously, what hair is made of, how hair reacts to sunlight, all chemicals, all that type of stuff. You know, scalp diseases, skin diseases, disorders, contraindications is what they call them, like what to look out for, pimples, scars, abrasions, all that type of shit. Learning about all that stuff. Um, you know, all getting you ready for actually cutting hair. You know, you need the foundation to everything and so, for the third time, about a month ago, uh, I was in my online class, and we got our schedule for the following weeks, and the schedule had changed from saying, at one point, uh, classroom, to now clinic, which means clinic, clinic is cutting hair, you know. The school is composed of three, like, separate rooms, in a sense. There are two classrooms... I don't really know what the third one's used for. It kind of just seems more of like a storage room because I don't think they really ever do anything in there. But two classrooms and then there's an actual clinic, which is like a legitimate barbershop that is where you learn to cut hair. And even though I've told this to like a lot of people that I know personally, you know, there are some people that don't seem to never really took it serious when I said it because they had asked me afterwards once I told them this um but whenever I started cutting hair you know it's real people like real people dude it's it, it's not mannequins it's not people that the school's bringing in that they know or you know it's no bullshit like that it is real legitimate people off the street coming into the barbershop getting their hair cut that you've never met before, they've never met you before, they're not set up clients, they are there for a haircut. And, you know, that obviously adds an intensity to it, but it's a real world scenario, so it's perfect, you know what I mean? And there are eight people in my class, so, you know, when we're on the clinic, we all have a chair, we all have a station, because we're all on the same level, and... You know, the teacher gives us a lineup for the day, and we got to keep the doors locked right now because of COVID and shit. So we have to watch for the door and watch to see if a client comes up, and whoever's turn it is, they go up to the door. They take out a COVID questionnaire form and, you know, ask them the questions. And if they say yes to any of them, we can't take them for service. And then, uh, you know, we bring them in and we cut their fucking hair. And for the most part, dude, it's been, it's been awesome. It's been really awesome. I don't really have 
anything bad to say, like discouraging wise, maybe one story about that, but it's been phenomenal. I've loved every fucking minute of it for the most part. And it's really nice for me to, you know, feel like I can say that because thus far in my life, as I've stated before, like this is the first thing I've ever done in my life in the sense of a career or even, I don't know, just anything really, I guess, that involves me like doing something, you know, that I can say that I love to do. And that's, that's amazing. But I've definitely had some fucking, some bumps in the road with this already. And I've only cut hair for two weeks, you know, because our schedule, our schedule is cut hair, cut hair one week. Then the next week we're back online then cut hair one week then back online. It's just a one week on off schedule right now. And unfortunately, the first week that we were cutting hair, after that, we were only supposed to be online for one week, and then we got scheduled for two weeks online again. So that's why I've only cut hair, you know, two cumulative weeks so far, and it's been a month. But this week I'm online, the next week I'll be back in the clinic, you know, bearing that everything goes as it should. But, uh, yeah, man, first week cutting hair... It was interesting for sure and like I want to preemptively say this because it's going to come into the story later. I have cut hair in the past. Now whenever I say that like I don't mean that I was cutting in a shop or that I was doing it a lot or anything. No absolutely not. About two three months maybe if that before I started barber school was my first time ever holding a pair of hair clippers, hair cutting clippers. And literally what happened was, is I had fully decided on the fact that I was going to barber school and I had never cut anybody's hair in my life up to that point on that decision. And I decided it was probably a pretty wise idea to get a pair of clippers in my hand and try cutting somebody's hair to see if it was something that I would even, you know, somewhat enjoy before I embarked another, you know, $17,000 in debt on. And, uh, you know, two of my best friends, my friend, uh, my friend Mason, his brother Tyler, they were nice enough, especially Tyler, to let me try cutting their hair. Well, knowing that I had never cut hair one time in my entire life up to that point. And I mean, just like anything else that you've never done in your life, you know, it didn't go great. Uh, it didn't go terrible, but you know, Tyler didn't want like an intricate haircut. Like he didn't want any crazy fade or anything. And back then I didn't even really know how to do that type of shit. Um, I didn't know how to like perform it rather. I, I knew I knew what it was, but I've never done it. I didn't know how to do it. And you know, he just wanted a typical short on the sides, longer on the top. And you know, playing around with the guards and seeing what happened and shit like that took me like fucking two hours. But it didn't come out like half bad. It wasn't the worst thing ever. And I caught the bug for it right there and Luckily, he let me keep trying every couple weeks and started to kind of get a feel for it, but not really. And 
but the most important thing was I still dug it. You know, I, I was excited. Like I wanted to cut hair, you know, I was looking forward to the next time he was going to get a hold of me for me to cut his hair, which was amazing, super encouraging to have that type of feeling come out from doing something. And, uh, so fast forward, you know, four or five months from then it's fine. It's game day, man. It's, 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 it's game day. It's first time ever cutting hair basically now I have a lot of knowledge behind it a lot more than I did and uh we're there so basically I go into school and you know teachers like we're cutting hair today guys like you it's it's time you know and we go out to the floor we set all of our stuff up and we get a chair and now we wait you know and you know I mean the nerves are at an all-time high. Like, I'm going to be dealing with a real person that I've never met before. They could have a terrible personality. That There's a lot of factors that come into this. And I'm nervous. Of course I'm fucking nervous. And I don't know how to cut hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's my first time ever cutting hair, and I still don't know how to cut hair. Like, this is where you start to learn how to cut hair. So the haircut's going to take a long time, number one. And number two, it might turn out like absolute shit on this random person that is expecting a half decent haircut, you know? So it's definitely nerve wracking. And it's also something I've had to accept over like the past year or so of my life. Like I used to not get that nervous about much, man, uh, much of anything ever. And randomly I started finding while being in the school, like I get nervous about a lot of shit and it's not just like a little nervous. It's a lot. Like, to the point where my legs are shaking, my back's kind of shaking a little bit, my hands are shaking, like, my heart's fucking pumping, and that's very new for me. I've never really experienced that before with anything, and obviously, it makes it a bit of a burden, and, uh, but yeah, to get on with the story, so, first day, client comes in, it's a, it's a Caucasian gentleman, probably middle age, black and white hair, which is a definitely not the ideal uh, hair to cut for the first time. There's just a lot, you know, it, I guess it depends on the haircut, but, you know, if a person comes into your shop with black and white hair and they want like a, a bald fade, that's it's going to be tough because of the different coloration of hair. You know, it's going to be harder to blend and make look seamless. Uh but he wanted a gentleman's fade and longer story short, really cool guy. Haircut turned out pretty well in my opinion. But with that being said, you know, the, there's a teacher with us, of course, and the teacher just doesn't like leave you fucking astray. Like, yeah, now that you're out here, you're just going to learn. No, she, uh, she manages between all eight students. And basically what happens is, so when it's your turn to go, you go up to the door, you take your questionnaire out, you question the client with the COVID, with the COVID questions. Uh, they answer no, you bring them in, you have them sign their name in, phone number, have them hang up their coat, whatever. You bring them to the chair, what are you looking to get done today? And, you know, you have your consultation. Teacher comes over, you have to confirm the consultation with her because, I mean, let's be real, like, if you're not a barber... 
and you don't get your hair cut often or don't really care about your hair or anything, which I feel like a, I feel like a lot of people care about their hair, but they don't know how to take care of it properly. They don't know how to style it properly. They don't even necessarily know what haircut they get, you know? So, for example, say you have a guy come in that has, you know, 10 inches of hair growth. You know, that's a pretty significant amount of hair, maybe even more, like 14 or so. We'll just say, like, top of the shoulders. And he comes in and goes, Oh, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about, like, a number two on the sides. Keep a little bit longer on the top. That's that's a huge transformation, you know? You, I mean, you're getting rid of almost all of that hair. And hair, it, you know, on average, grows half an inch per month. So you have somebody that has their hair down to their shoulders. They've been growing that for a while. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not something they did in a few months. That's that's maybe a year, two years even for some people. Like that shit takes a long time. And somebody comes in asking for a transformation that big, they might not realize what they're asking for, you know what I mean? So you have to confirm the consultation with the teacher and if it's something kind of outlandish like that, the teacher questions them even further kind of get some understanding what they're asking for and if they still want something like that then then you go into it you know but confirm the consultation with the teacher and then she kind of shows you how to get started and then you do what she tells you to do and then you wait for her she shows you the next thing you do that you wait for her you do the next thing this that and the other thing until the cut's over you know and you, I mean, you can still definitely fuck it up, of course. And, you know, I haven't done one haircut so far where my teacher doesn't come in and, like, touch it up. You know what I mean? She's she's touched up every single haircut I've ever done. And that's to be expected. I've only been cutting hair for two fucking weeks. Like, I'm not, I'm not a god at it, you know? And so, you know, first week... Or first day I get that client. I ended up getting three clients my first day. Actually, everybody in my class got three clients their first day, which was, it was a pretty busy day. I mean, we were cutting hair all day, you know. And these haircuts take a long time, man, because, like, you got to think about it. Not only do we not know what we're doing, really, um, we only have one teacher on eight students. And if every student has a client, that teacher needs to bounce back and forth between every student and every haircut. Remember the haircut that the, that the client wants and how to perform it and how to show the student how to perform it. You know what I'm saying? That's not a 10-second thing. You know, She's not walking over the student being like, okay, do this, and then she's on to the next student. That's just not how it goes. It's not realistic. You know, so with all these things being said, like, I don't think I've, I've maybe done one or two haircuts that were under an hour. You know, and for most people, I would say anyway, like when you go to get your hair cut, if you're, you know, a man, you probably expect to be in the chair for at most like a half hour, maybe 45 minutes, like absolute max 45 minutes. Because, you know, you go and get your hair cut, probably 80% of the time you don't get in the chair when you were supposed to get in the chair. So you spend fucking 10 minutes waiting and then half hour, 45 minutes in the chair. It's a, it's at least an hour long endeavor, you know. Um, any experience I've ever had has been that way anyway. But regardless, so the first week I cut hair, every single day, 
I had a quote unquote bad client. I don't even like to use that word because like I don't want to insult anybody or like hurt any feelings or whatever. But like the only other way I can think of saying it is not an ideal client. And I feel like that's almost worse in a sense. But yeah, every day I had at least one quote bad client. So like I'll just touch over some of them because obviously there were worse like some that were worse than others. But the one I had, he, you know, he comes in, he's an older gentleman, and I can always tell when they're going to be like, quote unquote, bad. And what I mean by that is nobody likes to answer the COVID questions. And I understand that it's annoying. It's annoying for everybody. It's not just annoying for fucking you. It's annoying for everyone in the world. And, you know... I can tell when they're going to be bad if I go to, you know, ask them these questions and they just dismiss it right away. No, no, no. I don't, I don't have anything. I'm fine. Okay. This is going to be fucking fun. So I bring them in. I have them sign in, you know, I get them up in the chair. I go, what are we looking to get done today? And I thought he said bald fade picture, paint the picture for you. This guy already has short hair, like damn near basically a buzz cut and he's older so like he's kind of receding he's basically got a horseshoe it's so he says bald fade or so i thought he said so i then asked him do you want a low mid or high fade what do you want a low mid or high fade what i asked him that like two or three times and he just said what every time and then eventually i started thinking on my own self i was like maybe i miss fucking heard him because he obviously doesn't know what i'm fucking asking him so I was like, did you say that you wanted a bald fade or a bald head? And he goes, I, I said bald head. I don't even know what a fade is. And I was like, okay. I was like, I just misheard you. That's all. And then, you know, I tell him I got to wait for my teacher to confirm this and then we'll get started. And then he proceeds, which is my second favorite question that I can get right now, proceeds to go, well, how long is this going to take? And then boom, instantly, he's opened himself up. I can't look like the bad guy now. You're obviously in a rush, and this isn't something that's going to take 10 minutes. You know, that's what I'm thinking. So I, I get, as terrible as it sounds, I got kind of excited because I'm already not catching this guy's vibe. I don't even want to cut his hair. I want him out of here, as terrible as that is. Like, And uh, so I hit him. Sir, do you happen to be in a hurry today? He goes, well, I'm not necessarily in a hurry, but like, this should take five minutes. This this isn't something that's hard to do. Five minutes. And I was like, all right, well, we'll see what we can do. My teacher comes over, right? She comes over. I look at her. At this point, we, we've kind of bonded a little bit because it's like my third day in. I've had a bad client every day. So, like, we're bonding a little bit. And mind you, I'm the only student that's getting these bad clients. Like, and I'm not exaggerating that, like, Every student so far has had pretty reasonable, good clients, and which I have too, but I've gotten a bad one up to this point. And she, uh, you know, she looks at me and she's like, what are we doing? And I was like, bald head. That's all I said. And she was like, she kind of got my vibe and she's like, oh, oh yeah. I was like, yeah. And she just walked away. She just walked away to another student, started helping another student. Right. And I was like, I immediately kind of went into panic mode because not 
not only was I already nervous because now, you know, I have a rough client. This guy needs to get out of here and I don't know what to do. And I don't want to start without her. And he looks at me and he goes, did your teacher just come over here, not give you any instruction and then fucking walk away? And I was like, yeah, it definitely seems that way. And he's like, well, hurry up. Like, how long is this going to take? And I was like, sir, I'm going to ask you again. Are you in a hurry today? Because if you're in a hurry, like, it's not the day. I was like, you're probably going to be here for upwards of 45 minutes to an hour. And he, and he verbatim, he goes, holy fuck, this should take five fucking minutes. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, nah, this guy's gone. So I walked over to my teacher, pulled her aside, went down, you know, whispered. It sounds weird, but I whispered to her. I was like, I was like, and I quote, I have five fucking minutes. How long is this going to take? She didn't even question me. She didn't even look at me. She walked right over to my chair, pulled the cape off my client, told him to get up and get out. And, you know, he's obviously like super confused, like what the fuck just happened. Um, and he's kind of reluctant to get up out of the chair and, and she's not having that at all, which she shouldn't. That's bullshit. And then he starts trying to play it off like, oh, I didn't do anything. I wasn't swearing, blah, blah, blah. And she's just walking him to the door. And eventually he realizes that he's getting kicked out for good and he turns around and starts throwing a fit. It's like, what's your name? What's your phone number? I want to see a supervisor. I'm going to report you, blah, 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 blah. And longer story, my supervisor ended up showing up out of nowhere, actually. And my teacher turned him around and was like, that's the woman you're looking for right there. And then my teacher walked away, blah, blah, blah. Longer story, I ended up getting called over to my supervisor and the client. And my my director goes... Sky, was this gentleman uh, using profanity in your chair? And I was just like, yeah. And literally, as soon as, no sooner did the yeah come out of my mouth, she walked down the steps, was like, all right, sir, you got to go. And he was like, what? I wasn't swearing, blah, 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 blah. Like, he was so pissed, man. And she, you know, escorted him out, locked the door behind him, and that was that. Um, that is so far the only client that I've had to um, get up out of my chair and, and reject the service, but I have had a few clients that I was about to bring in. I noticed they were in a hurry. I asked them if they were in a hurry, and they confirmed that why, how long should this take, and I said, you know, upwards to an hour, hour and a half. They're like, oh, yeah, that's way too long, and they, you know, they walked right back out. But that's one thing, man, is I don't I don't think I don't think a lot of people realize that like it's it is a real barbershop, but it's also it's also not like we're students and, you know, there's different classes that go through the school. So you can have a class that might be towards the very end. They might be graduating pretty directly and they're pretty, you know, sufficient slash efficient at cutting hair they know what they're doing they don't need the teacher to walk them through everything and yeah they might be able to knock out half 20 20 minute 45 minute haircuts um but it's not the same class in there all the time you might have a class like that one day and then the next week you might have a class like ours it's only been cutting for two weeks and on top of that i just don't think a lot of the clients 
even though it says everywhere, I'm pretty sure it says on the sign, it says on the signs on the window, it says in the building, like on the walls, all all haircuts are performed by students. And the, it's literally called the Barber School of Pittsburgh. Like it's it's very well known or made known that it's a fucking school. And I don't know, I've just, I've had it way too many times where it's just like, these people waltz in, you know, seemingly expecting a fucking $20 plus haircut to be performed in a normal amount of time. You know what I'm saying? And they get frustrated and like, I don't blame them per se, but I just wish they did a little bit more research before they came in, you know, um, on what they're getting themselves into. If that's, if you can't take it, go to a fucking barbershop. That's going to cost you 20 bucks or, or, or more. You know, because it makes it really frustrating for us. We're already nervous. It makes us even more nervous. And it's it's just a bad combo altogether. But I had that guy. I had a couple guys that walked out because of the time thing, like I said. And then um, other than that, I've just kind of had some clients that like, I don't know. They, they kind of mislead you like. Yeah, you're good. I, I can definitely... It's fine if I sit here for an hour or whatever. And then they end up being there for an hour. And you can tell just by their body language. or They're moving around a bit. Their legs are moving. Their feet are tapping. They're moving their head around. They're not talking as much as they were in the first 20 minutes. All that type of shit. Like, they're ready to go. They're getting annoyed. And, again, I get that. But, like, you gotta know what you're getting yourself into first. Excuse me. But... For the most part, like my clients have been pretty, pretty understanding and pretty good, uh, which I'm very, very thankful for. Uh, I've done a couple really cool haircuts that I enjoyed. I think it was my second or third day. I had a client come in that was uh, like I kind of referred to earlier. He had his hair hair length down to about his shoulders and then claimed to me that he hadn't gotten his haircut for about seven months and you know, just was looking to get a haircut and he didn't really know what he wanted or anything. He just wanted it shorter. And, you know, those clients are kind of hard to work with, but it's kind of your job as a professional to guide them to something that would work for them, you know, because like I said, most people don't know what they want type of deal. And I, I was analyzing his hair, you know, just everything, his scalp, everything. And I, I realized that on most men, this ends up happening to us, unfortunately, but he was starting to recede in the crown of his crown of his head um, pretty heavily. And I was guessing with the length of his hair, he probably didn't know that. Um, and he was he had told me like I normally used to get a two or three on the sides, a little bit longer on the top. And I pointed out to him, I go, sir, I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not, but you are receding you know, fairly heavily, um, in the crown area of your head, I go, if we were to do a two or three on the sides, that's fine, but we're probably going to want to keep some more length on the top than you initially wanted and or thought, because if we keep length on the top, we can do kind of a more slick back style to keep, uh, your recession kind of covered and like camouflage. So it's not as noticeable, and, uh, yeah, I was like, if you care about that, 
Um, we can do that for sure. If you don't care about that, we can just go to the original style you were looking for. And he's like, oh, no, I didn't actually know I had that. If we could try and cover that as best as possible, that'd be great and all that type of shit. And, I like, I felt pretty good about myself for, like, being able to pick that out and give a suggestion that would work for him, you know. And he ended up being a super fucking cool guy, like, kind of nerdy like me and super easy to talk to. He was fucking great. And he, he liked his haircut at the end of it. And I was pretty happy with how it came out as well because... I ended up doing most of the haircut myself and my teacher, like, I'm not trying to sound arrogant or anything, but I think she sees a little bit of potential in me, um, being as though she practically hasn't let me use any guards in my haircuts. So, excuse me if you can hear my chair, but what I mean by that, if you guys don't know anything about cutting hair... You know, you have your hair clipper that cuts your that cuts the hair, and you have a lever on the clipper. It's called an adjustable clipper. Not all clippers are like that. Like Osters aren't like that. But like if you take like the brand Wall or Babilis or Andis, you know, most of their clippers, if not all of them, are adjustable clippers. And if you don't have a guard on the clipper. There's a movable blade and there's a still blade. The still blade is a blade that cuts the hair. The movable blade does not cut the hair. And that movable blade is adjustable, hence being called the movable blade. And if you open what's called opening that blade the entire way without a guard, that's called a true one. Um, and if you close it... Um, it's, it's fully closed. It's the shortest it's going to cut. That's the shortest it's capable of cutting the hair. So you throw a one guard on it. If it's if you throw a one guard on and you close it the whole way, it's a it's a it's an actual one, true one, whatever you want to call it. It's a it's a one. But if you open it the whole way, it's more of like a one and a half, you know, roughly, maybe a little shorter than a one and a half. Um, but those guards, they're they're called guards for a reason because they they trying to think of a easy way to explain this. It's it's easy in itself, but so for example, like if you throw a four guard on, it's gonna take off less hair, right? Than like no guards at all. It's going to take off less hair than a three guard, a two guard, a one guard, or no guard. And the higher the number of the guard, the less hair that it's taking. And there is like an equivalent. I, I forget. My buddy told me, but like a one guard leaves this much hair. And I forget how much that is at this moment. But, um, but yeah, like I said, the, the smaller number, the more hair it takes off. The bigger number, the less hair it takes off. And that's uh, kind of like it's kind of like a an artist versus somebody that can just like fill in a coloring book, if that makes any sense. So like you know you have a coloring book, the picture's already drawn for you. You just need to you just need to fill it in, right? And then an artist can make can can draw the picture and fill it in you know so 
the guards are kind of like the person that fills in the coloring book. You can teach anybody to cut hair using guards. I'm not saying it doesn't take skill. It absolutely does take skill. It takes a lot of skill. But where a lot of the skill comes in and where you can make the haircut more of your own, if that makes any sense, is when you don't use guards. And you use things called like you use things called overcomb techniques. So like clipper overcomb, shear overcomb, free handing, you know, things like that. Because again, those don't involve the use of guards. A clipper over clipper overcomb is, you know, you take a comb, a flat top comb usually, and you basically sculpt the the hair to the head with no guard on the clipper. Because the the comb is the guard, basically. And it takes a lot of skill, man. Lots and lots of skill. It's not an easy technique at all. And I'm not even fucking close at being good at it. But I've learned a lot um, with that technique over the past couple weeks of me using it. Because again, back to the original statement, my teacher hasn't really been letting me use guards. Um, she's been making me do clipper over comb on like... 90% of my haircuts as much as you can anyway um and it's definitely a challenge but it's fucking awesome because again like that makes that haircut more yours you know it, it's 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 kind of hard to explain but I hope you guys are kind of getting what I'm picking up what I'm putting down type of deal but yeah we've uh it, it's been awesome I've already been talking about this for 40 minutes. I don't want to talk about it too much more. But it's it's been great. And I've been enjoying it. And I'm fucking really thankful that I've been enjoying it. And again, it's, you know, at this point I've probably done, we'll say, 20 cuts. And it's nerve-wracking every single time, man. Every time. From the moment I get my first client, I'm nervous but the one thing is consistent with that as well is the moment I start cutting the hair, the nerves are gone, completely gone. I'm in, I'm in the zone. I'm not nervous at all. Um, and that's, that's awesome. I'm just really excited for the time, uh, for when the time comes that I'm not really that nervous, uh, just in general period. And that time might not come, but I feel like it will eventually with confidence and experience. But other than that, I think I maybe have like one or two more stories that involve like haircutting. And the one story is, uh, I'll tell the bad one because I have a bad one and a good one. I'll tell the bad one first. It's not even that bad. It's just like I'm a sensitive person. And like when I care about shit, um, you know, I don't really like whenever I get insulted with that basically what happened was is this past week we had a substitute teacher the school is going through like a lot of shit right now normally my school has at least two teachers one on the clinic floor one in the classroom and unfortunately we only have one teacher right now so that teacher has to balance like the classroom and the clinic and so they had an opportunity to bring a sub in so they did and the substitute was a former student of the school that, you know, you can just tell just from the way he was talking and what he told us, like 
he had the highest grades in his class. Um, he's been working in a shop for the past two years. Like he, he has a pretty decent idea of what he's doing, obviously. And pretty cool guy. But what kind of got me with him was, is I had one cut that day and I don't even remember exactly what it was, but basically what ended up happening is I do remember, you know, I told the teacher about the consultation and the teacher just for some reason, you know, took it upon himself and I'm not trying to make him sound bad. It's just what happened, took it upon himself to like completely almost in a sense, like disregard what the client wanted in a way and ended up just telling me like, we're basically going to give him a fade. And the client didn't mention a fade one time, you know, and he goes, you're going to start with your foreguard. You're going to put in your ceiling and then you're going to work into your four, you know, from a one to a two to a three into the four. Uh, but you don't want to go above your four, obviously. And basically what ended up happening was there was just like a miscommunication between me and my teacher in the sense of, you know, I put my ceiling in with my four and my teacher started showing me like how to do the fade on the back. And the way he explained it, you know, didn't make any sense in my head how I wasn't going to go into my four ceiling. And what I mean by that is he, he starts with, I want to say he started with a one, but he might've started with a no guard at all. But let's just say he starts with a one. He starts with a one open. Okay. He goes up about a half an inch. He, or no, let, let me rethink this for a second. He starts with a one closed, goes up from the base neckline about half an inch, opens the one completely, goes up about another half inch, closes the one halfway to feather out the line in between the transition, and he proceeds to tell me to do that with the one and a half, the two, and the three, all Meanwhile, trying to keep it below my four ceiling that I already put in. Now, the reason that that's an issue in my mind anyway, and it's probably just an experience, is dude wants me to go between like three different guards and basically like a two and a half inch area and is telling me to take half inch sections. The, the math there just doesn't add up. I'm going to go into my ceiling, right? And that's what I ended up doing. I'll be honest, like I'm not going to hide from my mistakes. I ended up going into the ceiling and taking the hair shorter than it should have been. And, you know, I didn't know that at the time. I thought I was doing everything okay. And longer story short, between him and I both, we get the haircut done. Guy walks out. He's relatively happy. And, and we're good, right? And I, I figured, you know, the haircut went okay. Could have went better, but... It went okay. It's all right. So I'm going about my day, you know, normally my mindset's fine. And then at one point I start to hear my teacher talking to like, pro I think it's my other teacher or the director. And basically what I heard him say was something along the lines of, um, yeah, the day's going good so far, but we had one client in the chair for quite a while because the student kept pushing up his hairline 
Um, but we got it all situated and clients seemed happy. So yeah, everything's going all right. And I heard that, right? And I'm starting to think about what has happened so far today. And there's only been three haircuts total today. Me being one of them. And I was trying to think of my other two classmates' haircuts to see if it was a possibility if they could have been pushing hairlines. And I kind of came to the realization that their clients weren't in their chairs for very long and they definitely didn't push their hairlines. So in the back of my head, I'm thinking like, I think he's talking about me right now. And if that's the case, that's not cool at all. Because like, he just didn't tell me. You know what I'm saying? If he wants to go tell other people that, that's fine. Like, I mean, it's not fine, but whatever. But like, present that to me. Because I didn't know that I did anything wrong. And now I'm hearing you tell somebody that I did something wrong. And from me hearing that, that means to me that you're not going to tell me that. Therefore, if I didn't even hear you say that, I would potentially continue to make that same mistake over and over and over and over again, not knowing that it's even a mistake because nobody's told me it's a mistake. Uh, obviously, I hope that makes sense. So I was pretty frustrated at this and I think I had the right to be. And I ended up pulling my teacher aside at the very, very end of the day. And, you know, I, I just need to know. I asked him, I go, what'd you think about my haircut today? And he goes, oh, the haircut was executed pretty, pretty all, all right. Um, the only thing with it is, you know, the hairstyle that that gentleman wanted, since you guys aren't really styling hair or anything right now, um, you know, you couldn't really achieve the hairstyle uh, look that he was wanting. But, you know, he can do that at home with product and a hairdryer. But, yeah, the haircut was all right. And at this point, I'm like, okay, maybe he wasn't talking about me. And then he, right as I'm about to leave, he goes, oh, and when you put in your ceiling, don't go into your ceiling. And I'm like, motherfucker, you were talking about me, you know? And you weren't even going to fucking tell me that. And I'm not going to lie. It bent me out of shape for, luckily, it was the very end of the day. So I didn't have to do any cuts after that. But, like, it kind of fucked up the rest of my day, man. And I was pretty discouraged and was kind of like questioning how the school goes about running things because I just couldn't believe that this man being a teacher wasn't going to tell me that I fucked up on something. And, uh, you know, I understand that we're new at this and he was potentially trying to save my, my mental peace from being discouraged and whatever. But it's one of those things where it's like, you just got to tell me, man. Because I'm going to be much more discouraged if I continue to make the same mistake and people are talking behind my back saying that how bad I am at cutting hair because I continuously fuck this up. And then one day I eventually hear about that. And I'm like, I didn't even know I was fucking this up. Why didn't anybody tell me this? You know, that shit hurts way more than just being constructive and telling me what I did wrong and how to fix it. But nonetheless, I ended up talking with one of my buddies that's a pretty experienced barber at this point. You know, he's literally, I think he graduated school today, as far as I know. Um, he's got his own shop set up and everything. He's, he's a very good barber and he's a very good guy. So I talked to him a little bit about all that and he kind of got my head back in the right place. I was very thankful for that. But so that's kind of that story. And then the last story. And honestly, after this one, I'm probably going to wrap it up and just kind of keep this like a barber podcast for this. Uh, 
mainly because that's what I'm focused on right now and that's where my mind's at and I feel like I haven't talked about this in a while and kind of wanted to talk about this since I actually you know finally started cutting hair but the last bit here is this past Friday so just a couple days ago um I was visiting with a buddy back in my hometown and on Friday before I got out of school like while I was in school I ended up getting my first two bald fades that I've ever had requested and they were both by African-American gentlemen and you know a bald fade is a, it's a very intricate haircut it's detail oriented that's the whole haircut it's detail 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 and it's very easy to fuck up and you know there's three different tiers of a bald fade there's a low fade mid fade high fade and that basically just means like where you're gonna start the baldness for lack of a better word um so like a low fade if you can paint the picture for yourself you kind of start your bald line like right above the ear if you will and then mid a little higher than that high around like the uh around like the temple area maybe even a little higher but anyway these gentlemen wanted bald fades and they weren't like typical bald fades the first guy had a mohawk so like normally on a fade you know you make your bald line where you need it and then you bring it around the back and connect it to the other side with this gentleman having a mohawk you know, you couldn't bring it around the back because he didn't want his mohawk gone, so you couldn't cut into it. So you basically had to do like a fade on one side, nothing on the back, and then fade the other side. And with that as well, he didn't want like a normal fade. He wanted like a bald, what my buddy was referring to as a bald like burst fade, which I wasn't really familiar with. Um, so basically it was just like, Kind of, kind of in a sense, like an elongated temple fade, just brought down behind his ear on his neck, and uh, kind of you had to kind of keep a shape of it as well, like kind of like a circle shape, and it's hard, you know, making a circle shape when your tool is square, you know, because then you gotta like you gotta really focus on using your corner of the blade and things like that. Um, but we got it done. My buddy was next to me the whole time. He helped me through it. He did a lot of the haircut himself, I won't lie. But I learned a lot from it. And, uh, you know, guy was happy with it. It came out pretty, pretty fucking good. And so it was a great learning experience. And then, like, within, the, like, the last hour and a half of my day, I had another African-American gentleman come in asking for a bald fade. Uh, but he wanted a temple fade which is basically just a bald fade in the temple area. And, uh, you know, that's not a traditional normal fade either. So I had to learn on that too. And I, I would say I did a pretty, pretty good amount of that haircut myself. Not without guidance, but I did a lot of it myself for sure. I thought it turned out pretty good. I got to use a straight razor on his lineup, which was the first time I used a straight razor on anybody um, in the shop. So that was definitely good too. And uh, yeah, it was great. But the tough thing is, and with African-Americans wanting uh, bald fades, is, you know, with everything, any anything that everybody ever, ever does, right? So like if you're an artist, like 
you 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 gain this like vision that like nobody else would have unless you're an artist right if you're a snowboarder like i used to say this all the time I, i used to snowboard a lot whenever i would like drive down the street in my hometown i would start seeing like these rails and stuff set up on sidewalks or on staircases and i would see that and be like that would be such a nice area to like hit with your snowboard and shit i'm sure skaters do the same thing but like you develop this eye and and barbering that is very much a thing as well and you know a big thing in barbering is like envisioning the haircut on your client before you even fucking touch their head and I just don't have enough experience yet to be able to see that. And my buddy that was helping me out, you know, we were starting to get into the fades and he's like telling me to touch up these areas and I'm looking at him and I'm like, buddy, I, I don't even see what you're telling me to touch up. Like I literally don't see it. It looks fine. And then he would end up going in and like hammering these areas and it would come out better and I'm just like, I don't even know how you see that, man. Like, I don't get that. And he's like, dude, I've been doing this for a while now. Like, you'll, it'll, you'll get to that point. Um, but longer story short, two cuts went well. I'm pretty happy with them. And uh, pretty happy with the knowledge and, and stuff that I was given from my buddy that was helping me out. But Friday, I got together with a buddy in my hometown. And... I just asked him, I was like, hey man, do you want a haircut? And he's like, I mean, yeah, I'll take one. Like, he didn't really need one, but I wanted to practice, you know. I was trying to bug him. He's like, yeah, I'll take one. So, I ended up asking him, like, what do you want done? He's like, high bald fade. And I was like, sweet. I've already done two of these today. And they were on, you know, particularly, like, tougher clients or tougher canvases, if you will. Because what I mean by like the African-American fades is with their skin color being darker, um, it's 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 kind of harder to see what you're supposed to be doing. And it's kind of harder to see the contrast. So like a fade is, you know, light to dark and a gradual transition. It's not just like a two guard and wipe out all, that whole area. It's, it's, you know, no guard closed, no guard open, half, like half open, fade out that line. Then one guard closed or one guard open, one guard closed, half open, fade out that line. You know, it's a gradual lightness to dark. Um, and it, it's, it definitely takes an eye and takes a, a good hand and a lot of experience to get that really really well perfected and you know it's even harder whenever you have a dark background because you can't really see what you need to see as well as you could is basically all i'm trying to say and you know my buddy is a white guy and he said bald fade i was like nice nice like maybe i'll actually be able to get through this and and see it you know and i'll be honest with you I think I more so ended up giving him like a mid bald fade rather than a high, but like, I'm not going to lie to you, man. By the time I got done with that haircut with no guidance, no assistance, nobody there to help me, I was like really fucking happy and like really proud of how it turned out. Like really, really proud. And 
he was seemingly pretty happy with it as well. And at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for. And I was just, I was just stoked, you know, obviously it wasn't perfect. I could see some imperfections in it, but at the time, the imperfections, like in a sense, they kind of jeopardized the haircut. Like if I were to work on them too hard, I would arguably make the haircut worse. So I didn't want to overwork it. I was pretty satisfied with how it came out. And I just put my perfectionism aside. And I was like, I think this one's done, man. And I ended up using a straight razor on him too. Shaved his cheeks up. Um, shaved his back neckline. Um, I got to use another tool that I hadn't used before either. My foil shavers to bottom out. I got to do a lot of firsts on him, which was fucking awesome. And I was really thankful for him letting me do all that to him. And yeah, man, it was a... Uh, it was a great haircut to fucking end the week out on. I was stoked on it. It's nice to see, you know, the knowledge starting to come together and and my thoughts on what I should do, like they're they're the right thoughts and I'm able to execute them if that makes sense. Um, again, it's it might not be the best execution, but I know what I'm doing. You know, I'm not lost. I'm not completely lost. And that's always nice whenever I feel that shit start to come together. But, uh, yeah, man, on that note, I, uh, oh, I got one more thing, last thing. So, if you guys haven't learned by now, my life, and I'm not saying this is a woe is me or a pity thing, it's just straight facts. I want to preemptively say this. I have a lot of amazing things happen to me in my life. I've had a lot of amazing things happen. I do have a lot of amazing things happen. But those stories aren't necessarily as entertaining as the bad stories. So you guys often hear the bad stories rather than rather than the good ones. But I do have a lot of events that happen in my life that are just unfortunate. They're not like life-altering events. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, throw your arms up, what the fuck type shit, you know? And I had one of those on Friday. Now, the day before that on Thursday, you know... Everybody in my class is starting to get a little more competent. They're starting to feel a little bit more comfortable in their abilities. So some of them are starting to buy like, you know, better clippers, better trimmers, just better equipment overall. And barbering equipment's not cheap, man. Like if you don't know anything about it and I were to be like, how much do you think this pair of clippers is? You might be like, I don't know, like 50, 60 bucks or something. And I mean, there might be some clippers out there that are 50 or 60 bucks, but if they're cordless, they're probably piles of shit, um, or they're corded, which is nothing wrong with corded. It's just the cords a pain in the ass. It gets in your way. But, you know, I have a pair of clippers called Wall Seniors that originally are like 180 bucks or something like that, and I got them on sale for like a buck forty, I think. Um, cordless clippers are one of the best clippers on the market, um, but they're expensive. This shit's expensive. And basically what I'm getting at is on Thursday, I went home and I was like, you know what? I don't like my trimmers at all. I fucking hate my trimmers. They're just small. They're, they're corded and like trimmers are for detailing work, man. Like I don't want a cord getting in my way. I don't want them feeling awkward in my hand. Because at the end of the day, the details are what make the haircut. So the trimmers are arguably one of the most important tools in the haircut. 
and I want to be like in full confidence when I use them. And I was just like, I just don't like these things. I need to get a new pair. So longer story short, I got out of school and I got hopped online. I was like, I had a pair of trimmers in mind that I wanted to get. And in the same instance, I was like, you know what? It's my fucking birthday on Sunday. I think I'm going to treat myself. I think I'm going to buy a new pair of clippers and trimmers and maybe a couple other miscellaneous things. Um, so I ended up buying a pair of clippers. I bought a pair of trimmers, a fade brush, and shave gel. It ended up being like 330 bucks. It was actually a pretty good deal, believe it or not. And I was really hoping those clippers and trimmers were going to come here today. But they'll be here tomorrow at the latest. Anyway, so like my point in telling you this is, you know, barbering equipment, just like anything else for the most part, like you get what you pay for. If you're going to buy some shitty equipment, it's probably not going to last you that long. But, you know, you fork over a little bit more money for for the most part anyway. I'm not saying this is true in every statement, not even the barbering world, but you fork over the money for, you know, brand name stuff renowned stuff that has a good reputation it's probably going to last you as long as you take care of it just like anything else and you know like i said earlier wall is a pretty renowned brand in the barbering world they've been around fucking forever and they're pro they're just known for having good products and the pair of trimmers that i had uh you know they're they're a good trimmer i've seen a lot of big name people using those trimmers um and it was weird, man. On Friday, me and my buddy were doing one of those bald fades, and he turned my trimmers on to do something. As soon as he turned them on, you just heard like this popping sound, and they shut off. And longer story short, like they just fucking, I I I don't know. They just they just killed themselves, for lack of a better word. Like they don't work anymore. They don't turn on. They're fucking shot. Which is kind of wild. Like I don't really know why that happened, but yeah. And it was funny because when that happened, he looked at me and he's like, he's like, well, good thing you ordered a new pair of trimmers yesterday. And I was like, fuck, yeah, absolutely. Just fucking weird how the world works sometimes, man. It really is. But uh, on that note, man, hope you guys enjoyed this one. I know it's kind of hard to enjoy things that you're not really into per se or that you can't really relate to that much, but uh. I hope I was able to make this entertaining enough for you to sit through it. But with that being said, man, it's been Sky, and uh, I'll catch you in the next one, man. I appreciate you. Later.